2: Hello and welcome to Table Manners. This is a very special episode because it involves another family member. Number one Jess. Indeed she is, it's Hannah Ware, the big sister. The number one, the numero uno, the prima ballerina. Jesse,
0: sorry! Cannot eat and then burp right sorry. through
2: things. I've had my dinner because mum really kindly made me dinner before we started. It is a 6:30 jobby. Hannah is in Los Angeles, so it's probably 10:30 in the morning there. Yeah. And so I've had my dins, I've just had a little, what have I had? Brisket. Your lovely yeah. fake dough from Mars. I love it. Yeah. You may ask why we have Hannah Ware on the podcast today. Well, she is the star of a new Netflix show that has started. It started last Friday and it's out now for everyone to watch. And she's the star of it. She plays an evil scientist and she's done this amazing dating app that can match two people together. Through their genetic makeup. And they'll be the most perfect match in the world. And it all gets a little bit hairy and too much. And Hannah is the scientist the beautiful scientist, the intelligent scientist who makes this happen. So Hannah has agreed to do this podcast. And actually, it's probably the most amount of time I've spent with her in over kind of two, five years watching this program. <laughs> having, her, having her, I mean, she doesn't do FaceTime very well. She doesn't do kind of... Um, no, she's not very... I don't think we've ever sa- Zoomed. She's
0: not media savvy. I know, bless
2: her. Hopefully her boyfriend Jonah is there to help her set it up. I can already tell you there's going to be a faff with her recording her voice.
0: She's probably better than you think.
2: Well, let's see. Yeah. Um, but we've got the Zoom light on again, which was such a hit with Dan Levy. And Hannah, where's coming on? So what do you have to say, Mum? Is this going to be weird? It's going to be a bit so for choice for you.
0: Yeah.
2: Who you give your attention to. Hannah and I are very different. Yeah. But apparently we sound quite the same. So this really? may be quite
0: confusing for
2: people. Oh I don't know. you um, have to identify yourself. Yeah, we'll be like H- Hannah speaks. So Hannah's my big sister. And she has lived in the States for a very long time. And she's always been quite fearless in that sense, hasn't she's she, Mum? She's
0: braver than you. Yeah, all right, Mum. Yeah. yeah. Always went mean, on the waltzes, yeah. She would live on her own. She would. She travels on her own. She's a bit like what Alex What do you mean by respect. she'd
2: live on her own? She I mean,
0: does live on her own. You're scared of the dark, darling. If someone's not in the house, you have to come and stay and here. And I have to have a nightlight on. And a nightlight. Is that really weird? <laughs> yes. I mean, she went off to Paris. And I say it's for, for my children. <laughs> she lived there for six months uh, on her own. She then went off to New York.
2: I think maybe in, she's just trying to get away from us. Yeah, I think us. she might.
0: And then she moved to she, Los Angeles. She's had the odd boyfriend in tow, but a lot of stuff she does on her own.
2: Well, find out more about Hannah Ware and her endeavours, her food endeavours, coming up on Table Manners. Aware, welcome to a little podcast called table manners with your mother and your sister hi mum hi jess hi
0: darling how are you
2: i'm fine how are you i'm fine what's the weather like it's downcast and it's been raining this morning
0: yeah welcome to our world
2: i know <laughs> um hannah have you had your breakfast yet i don't eat breakfast jess you know that Still? Still don't eat it, neither does Jonah. Breakfast is for wimps, darling. Okay, so when was the last time you ate and what did you eat? We went round to our friends uh, Yoram and his girlfriend Eleanor and what did we have? We had chicken stuffed with herbs and butter. <gasps> A Green Goddess Tahini Dressing Salad. Oh, Green Goddess <laughs> is so... Ele- They're still bloody doing that. They've been doing Green Goddess for a while, haven't they? That bloody dressing. They have. We had lots of skin contact wine because that's the only thing people drink what? Now, apparently. What? What's it called? Skin contact. Skin contact is like orange wine. It's delicious. It does feel slightly like you're drinking vinegar, but it's lovely. And I brought round, I found a babka that surpasses every other babka in LA. Even your boyfriend's babka of Friedman's. It's better than that, we all know. Ouch! Um, and we, um, we had that for dessert, it was delicious. But Jonah was still hungry when we got home, so he had chicken ball soup. I sound like the most Jewish person. Okay, so so listen, Jonah is in the background. He's your sound technician, and we've prayed for him to not go anywhere because you are so technically ungifted that we need him there, as we've just found out, because it's taken us 20 minutes to log on. But thank you, Jonah. Mm -hmm. Jonah, we mentioned in the last episode, Dan Levy uh, runs Freedman's, this Jewish deli in East LA, and is... He's a mensch, he's a star.
0: Yeah, he's a go- he's a gourmet. And also, Dan Levy says his matzo ball soup is very, very good. I'm a little the worried about... The balls are dainty.
2: The, his matzo balls are very good. Very, very good. Unlike yours, Mum, they're not brick. What are you talking? You haven't had mums there? No, my, I'm a born-again
0: matzo ball maker, darling. How are
2: her Yorkshire puddings these days? Her Yorkshire puddings mm. are insane now.
0: And my matzo balls are like eating clouds, had- darling. What
2: mistake were you making all those years, Mum?
0: Not enough eggs, darling. I thought it was one egg. I used to do it how grandma used to do it with one egg and a lot of flour and make a little well. That's not the way you do it. Four eggs. But we um, liked,
2: I, we always liked the pudding that was like a wet pudding, Yorkshire pudding. I loved it. Oh, I loved Mum's Yorkshire pudding. I always get confused when I get a real one. Um, oh. But
0: my matzo balls have gone on to another level. Oh, really? Haven't
2: they, Jess? Maybe when we're in LA, we'll do a, a, a matzo chicken soup ball off of with thought. Friedman's Lenny against the world. <laughs> They'd love that. Um, so. Joan is there, but Joan is about to go and do work and serve the community with um brisket and matzabl. I mean the, mm-hmm. the, the irony that you have ended up with a nice Jewish boy and I haven't. And you were never that bothered about Jewish food and now you basically have babkas coming out of your <laughs> eyes. I feel very jealous, Hannah. This maybe we can we swap lives for a yeah. bit. No. <laughs> Sorry. So listen, Hannah. Yes, yes. Tell me, we ask all our guests. Mm. What was it like? growing up what was the food like around that <laughs> dinner table and who were you sitting with and who was cooking what's your memorable childhood meal heart palpitations while sharing a takeout with you especially if it was an indian oh, <laughs> fuck you fuck you it was awful jesse i'm scarred that's why i moved country <laughs> so i can eat at a leisurely pace
0: you can't cannot share with jesse no, right, okay, I realise
2: that I eat really quick because of we you. all do. I blame everyone in our family because if you blink, someone's stolen your food. And Jonah <laughs> like has breaks. There's like a, there's a matinee. Like sorry, not a matinee. There's an interval, um, and I feel really embarrassed when I eat, and I I blame my childhood or your sister. <laughs> so apart from me stealing the curry, yes, what is one of your most memorable meals from Mum? Because we know she's a great cook. Well, Mum always makes me when I get back and it's not even discussed, I get her chicken dinner, which I love. What does the chicken dinner entail? Roast vegetables, chicken, roast chicken, really nice gravy, except I think it's, where is it from, Mum? It's a packet. Let's be honest. No. no what? Oh no. Oh, okay. Sorry. Mikey, a few granules is she my go daughter? in there. Jesus. Have you, honey? It's been a while, but yeah. Jesus, come on. She's a fucking published author, chef. Okay. So gravy. Um, broccoli. Yeah. It sounds really boring, though. But yours. But like I like it's it because it's yours. Yeah. Um. But what else do I remember? I remember the mustard chicken, and I hated it—the one in vermouth and mustard. This is very um unfair because i thought it was one of mum's more exciting dishes in the 90s no because you always use these like very lean i don't like chicken breasts like last night i couldn't i could i want a thigh or a leg i love brown meat i don't like the it's not interesting that's right but anyway my favorite i love your bolognese Mum. see you shut
0: up contentious loved it. oh um, if you were here now hannah you'd end up with bloody lentil bolognese oh, it's all changed why what's oh, wrong jesse's so
2: woke did you ever find what are you talking about i just lentil found. bolognese listen hannah what pete sam's dad's bolognese is superior to my mum's and i love my mum why mum's was always watery because she'd, no, done, it co- she'd done it in the that. pressure cook i pressure that and I know traditional Italian is very dry bolognese, and I don't like it. I want Mum's bolognese. I like it. It would be like bolognese. soup at the end that you'd be kind of scooping up with the shell. I loved it. Thank I you, loved darling. It. So, did you regard yourself as a, a cook when you were younger? Oh, Jesse, stop looking at me like that. <laughs> no, I'm just asking, <laughs> asking that. <laughs> just asking the questions, girl. Stop asking. Just asking the questions, girl. Come on! No, and I think we can all agree I was not a cook. <laughs> but she is now, darling. No, but let's just take let's take us back. Like what 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 was your go-to dish that you would cook and she be really proud cook, of? Darling. No, I, I didn't. didn't I, I remember did when you you discovered did do that, Jamie Oliver. Oh, you loved the that, jam, Salmon you wrapped in, in. Oh, God, yeah. And
0: you did lentils, which I was kind so pleased with sauce, myself. I know. That was delicious, darling. But there were, every pan was used, but it was worth it.
2: And I remember when you went through a phase of really loving a lemony carcass chicken, you shoved about 20 lemons in that chicken. You can never have too many lemons. Well, <laughs> I disagree, <laughs> Hannah. I disagree because it was Nobody like. else does. It kind of made your eye go you skewer it yeah, made you whistle. So, but things have changed now because you now live with a chef. He's not a chef. He's just a, resta- a restaur- restauranteur. He's a big deal. He's a chef, restauranteur, entrepreneur. And just, you did I- a three-day birth bourguignon the other day. I did. I become, you know, I get obsessed with things and there's not much to do during quarantine. So I do do really much. Ma- I also went, I did, I'm going to totally butcher the, name of this it's it's either birria or birra it's tacos it's goat tacos um, but that took a really long time as well I mean have you got any really lasting food memories no I just remember every summer mum used to have lots of summer parties and it would always be so exciting when I smelt all these um herbs because you were always making lots of different like different salads and you were dressing things lots of and then Delia things lots wasn't of it? Delia Smith which was my favorite first cookbook and i still have it here mum and you've um how to cook how to cook on my 16th birthday and i've used it the other day actually to make mayonnaise did you boil an egg well done shut up Jessie. (laughs) i'll tell you i bought duck eggs yesterday and they do the timing's really off they're more nourishing for you mum they're very rich. I love them, though. So, what do you what do you miss about old blighty and food here that you just don't get in the states? I, I miss a newsagent. I miss, but I miss that mm. like I miss a bodega in New York. I like going into a shop and buying just a few bits. And you, I, as you both know, I have a chocolate problem. And I love getting a few, like, limp balls at the counter or whatever you can get. And you can't do that. When you go and food shop here, it's a massive undertaking. You have to go to the car park, you have to get out. You can't just run in somewhere because there's no... You can
0: in New York, can't you?
2: You can, and I love that. And, um, yeah, I miss that a lot. How long did you live in New York for, Han? About seven years, I Do you remember. miss it? Do you prefer it? Yeah, I really miss it. No, I can't... Well, I don't know, Mum. No, I really like LA. I like, um, you know, it's... You're going to roll your eyes now. But I quite, I've become quite active and I quite like nature now, Mum. I'm joking. Oh, um, my God. So, um, I like hiking and things like that. It's walking up a hill. Let's be honest. It's not hiking. I like walking up a hill, yeah. Well, that's, that can be a workout I and mean, then you've done it, haven't you? No, I know, but just I love that they say it's a hike. It's walking up a fucking small it's hill. It's walking up a hill. Um, so, Hannah. Yeah. Last Supper... You're Last about ever. to go somewhere for a very long time. You're about to mm. have the your favourite meal. And you have a starter, a main, a pud and a drink of choice. What are you going to go for? I'd start with a martini, a vodka martini with a twist. Mm-hmm. From anywhere in particular? Actually, there is this corn vodka that I'm obsessed with. Mm. Yeah, it's made of corn. It's got such a wonderful taste, but I can't remember... The name of it, I'll get back to you on that one. So I'd start with a really cold martini. The glass would have had to be in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Can you? Do you make your own martinis? Yeah, Jonah makes great martinis. He makes very really nice good cocktails. I like this boy. But what's irritating with someone who's a really, really good—I um, don't know what you. What do you call cocktail makers? Mixologists. Mixologist. So um you're taught to smell everything and, and Jonah when you're sort of unloading the dishwasher or if you're opening the fridge he's always sniffing things and he said it's a habit from making too many cocktails and it just looks like he has some weird it's just really irritating I find it thing. quite um off-putting when people smell their food. Oh, I think it's so yeah, disgusting. It's so weird. I can't I can't It's like you're suspicious of what your, yeah. you're being given. It seems ungrateful I, and precious. I agree. And I hate it. Yeah. Darling
0: do you think you yeah. should tell people what it was like mm. growing up with Jessie and going on
2: holiday yes. with her? Jessie was very at ease with being naked. Yes. Do you remember I that? I Waggling and her we bum And we went about. through a phase when Primarché was at the hype. Primarch is, for our <laughs> American audiences, the Target of England, the target. And... Um, there was this thing where we'd always buy the most exciting like fancy neon underwear. This is when we were like early teenagers. And Jessie would have no problem, no matter how many friends, whether Alex had a friend on holiday, I did, Jessie did, whether Yorgos was, like, fixing the bathroom in our little... (laughs) Jessie would just walk around completely naked with just a tiny, like, mermaid thong on, be happy. (laughs) Not in a provocative way. She just wanted to, you know, it was warm. just wanted to be out there. And I make the playlist.
0: Her mix, her playlist, Hannah. Her
2: legendary. I do performances of Dusty Springfield. You don't have to say you love me. In her Little Mermaid <laughs> song. <laughs> oh, Whitney. Thing. So, um, sorry, back to Last Supper. So we've we've actually just got up to the. Last the al- supper, I love. So we've, we just got. I to love the martini. priority is the alcoholic drink, but that's great, amazing. I'd have some cali- what Are they Calatrano, Calatravo olives? I should know. Calamata is lovely olive. No, no, no. Jonah? What are the name of those olives I love? Castle Jotrano? Castle de Trano, They're gorgeous olives. And then we, I put them in loads of olive oil, put lots of Maldon salt on, and then I infuse them with um, rosemary and orange peel, and they're so delicious. Ooh, she's, she's fancy, Jessie, huh? She's better than you. And a few Marcona almonds. Anyway, we're just talking about bar snacks at okay. the moment. Um, my first course would be... It would be a toss-up between a shrimp cocktail or I would like to start, if we're doing Italian, I'd do vanglais, like, for my first plate. It's really You're not the first, really you vanglais. won't be the Everybody last. Everybody says that. I love vongole, but you know why? Sarah, our cousin, when I first moved to New York, it was my birthday, I didn't really know anyone, and she, our cousin's amazing, and she'd always make a fuss of us, and she was living in New York and made me meet her at the top of Fred's which is Barney's, Barney's Restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. Rest in peace, Barney. Barney's gone? Has it gone? Barney's gone. It's folded. Oh,
0: my God.
2: I know. It's really sad, Mum. Barney's is a clothes store, I thought.
0: Yeah, but they had a great restaurant upstairs. Yeah.
2: Okay. It had a great restaurant. And Sarah took me for my birthday, and I had vonglet. And we watched, like, Ladies Who Lunch on Fifth Avenue. And... Sarah gave me a great tip. She said, look at all their elbows. She said, you should always moisturise your elbows because you can tell your age by your elbows and your neck. So, Jessie, that's oh just food God. for thought. Oh, my God. Moisturise, darling. That's a very good tip. Yeah, remember the elbows. Okay. So, so so that's your starter. That would be my starter. And also, you did say shrimp. I'm going to forgive you for that. But prawn cocktail. Why? Where? Where? Where do you get a good prawn cocktail? Well, they say shrimp cocktail here, Jess. It's the Sunset Tower shrimp cocktail. The Sunset Tower one. Yeah. I loved when you yeah. took me to Sunset Tower. I loved it too. You love a Sunset Tower fish platter, don't you? Like little oysters. I I stayed there. I love a, a raw bar. Yeah, I like a seafood tower. Actually, maybe that would be my first. I'd have a massive sea... I lo- oh, no, I forgot oysters. I'd have to have oysters. But I don't like the big ones. I like the mini ones. Okay, mum's you pulling a face you don't like oysters oh you I know, could know eat i hate them. them do you like them oh i love them i've learned to respect them and admire them and you don't love them i've learned to to enjoy them oh my god it's like snot so okay we've we, wow you, this is this is luxe this is glamorous okay we're on starters now mains what's main main would be i do a state free I've never even seen you
0: eat steak-free, ever.
2: I love a steak-free. You're
0: chatting shit, Hannah.
2: <laughs> no, I do steak-free. You free. have a piece of fish. No, I wouldn't. I'm not, I don't, I'm done with fish. Especially if I'm going to have it to start. Oh. You've just had, oh well, no, sorry, she's eaten the whole ocean in her starter, yeah. that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so steak-free. I do a steak-free. I'm going rare. Really rare, like alive, blue. Yeah. And a really good French fry. You know what, where my fries would be from, though? Where? mcdonald's i yeah, love I mcdonald's that. french fries and guess mcdonald's because we've ordered a lot of takeaway this year fries don't travel well and the only ones that lasted the journey were mcdonald's fries so i'm gonna go with you McDonald's. Got mcdonald's takeaway and lockdown i just got the fries postmates is a wonderful thing jesse you can cherry pick yeah it's like our Deliveroo, yeah. but kind of on a much better level mm-hmm. um okay so pudding because you're a big pud person um, yeah, I am a very big person. Can I have three? Yeah. Like a little bit of everything. Trio. A trio. Yeah. I do mm-hmm. a tray leche cake, that Mexican cake. Have you ever had that? No. No. Oh, it's this soft, spongy, syrupy cake. It's so delicious. Where do you get it from? Like, where do you go for it? A Mexican place. No, I get it, but like, where's your Mexican spot that you go to? No, my favourite place to get it is just this chain bakery here called La Monaca. Um, it's not fancy at all um but it's delicious I'll, I'll take you jess when you're here so i'd have that i'd have a budino a salted caramel budino what's a budino a budino is jesse explain it I, 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 don't I, know. I made you have one at jelena that butterscotch like mousse thing what like an angel delight it's all it's like a fancy angel delight oh why don't they just fucking call a spade a spade call it angel delight god do you remember angel delight yeah. we've got some here does it that's still exist? Yeah,
0: yeah. I'd have that, Badina. What's your third one?
2: Yeah, and I'd finish with a few of those lovely batchy chocolates you used to get me, which aren't fancy at all, yeah. but I love them. Mum used yeah. to always get me the little batchies. They're, like, they're uh, little Italian chocolates, which. Are and they'd kisses, always have a little. Kiss and they'd or... have lo- love notes or words of wisdom. They're like Italian fortune cookies. Yeah. So that's, that's a decent, decent that's a decent last so meal. So it'd be a lot of seafood, a bit of steak, some McDonald's fries, and an array of desserts. Nice. I like it. Yeah. And I finish with a digestive, an Amaro. Oh, gee. Now you sound like a wanker. What's an Amaro? An Amaro is a, it's
0: a it's there an you go. almond digestivo. It's really nice. <laughs> digestivo. That's what Italians have after yeah, every meal. Yeah, they do. Just, like, you limoncello. would love it, actually. It's, Limoncellos it's, is it's the most really disgusting delicious. thing
2: I've ever yeah, had in my life. It, you have amaro, it on nice. Actually, there's one, Jesse, there's one called Suze, the brand. Look it up. I'll um, get you some. It's lovely. <laughs> so listen Hannah because this you know this is a very unique situation we're in at the moment we we've, are in a unique situation um, we've, we asked some of our listeners to send in questions to ask you Hannah because we said you were coming on and so these are some of the questions this is from Jude Barnes was there something funny or awful you did to Jesse when you were kids that you've never admitted to well I know one well I know one too we'll talk about it let's Go talk on, about it tell the class Everyone does know about this and I'm really ashamed and it still makes me upset. I'm so, and I'm going to apologise again, again, Jessie, because I do sometimes <laughs> this is a think about apology. when you smile and it makes me upset. <laughs> OK, well, d- tell the class. I, my sister was splashing me from the bathroom. There was no privacy in our house. So Jessie was having a bath. I was probably cleaning my teeth in the bathroom And she was splashing me and I told her to stop. She wouldn't listen. So I smashed her head against the bar. I was seven. It was awful. I was seven. and I knocked her second teeth out. Yeah, my front. And teeth Mum's out. best friend Claire Orm had to fish her teeth out the bath. We sieved the bath with a teeth. It was stainer. so disintegrated. It is in the book, so don't worry. It's so awful. <laughs> it's an omelet. We can read all about it. Jesse never recovered from it, and I didn't. I feel, I still feel really guilty. I'm really sorry, oh, Jesse. I recovered from it. I, I had to make it into a laughing thing. that I had a rave tooth that was never. I know. In when the we UV once light, we found each other in a club together when we were teenagers. Jesse said look hand they glow in the dark no I they don't so glow bad. in the dark it they doesn't glow flat, so then I look toothless flat. again <laughs> in a club so yeah yeah it's a really good look that you gave me for the rest of my life yeah so I did that that's really bad you know what else you did that night you gave me some bullshit cuddly toy did I yeah no but as soon as I came back from the emergency dentist you asked for it back <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry it's really bad. No, it is really bad. Jesse, but you did pull Alex's arm out his socket on New Year's Eve. I'm just so Don't try it. That's such yeah, a, she, yeah, but did. That,
0: she She actually dislocated Alex's shoulder arm. She
2: pulled his yeah, arm out. but you know what? The socket. beautiful thing about an arm, it can pop back in. <laughs> My front tooth's oh, gone. gone you mean, but your teeth look nice, Jess. Maybe I did. Yeah, your... it's a fucking veneer that I had to spend 10 grand on, babe. <laughs> I'm ch- charging you, I'm sending you the bill. Let me see. But Jessie, do you remember that I actually got my um, comeuppance when I years later I was chasing a boy on a bicycle in oh, Wales, yeah. Let's talk and about Jessie that. was chasing after me because I think I was a liability, even though I was older than her, in a mini skirt from Kukai, and I fell in a Kukai. bush and knocked my teeth out. <laughs> no, she did. <chipped> <laughs> no, listen. Okay, so we used to have this place in Abercalk, which people will know about. Um, It was called The Warren and it was in the late 90s. Blur and Oasis were at war with Lives in a House, very big house in the country and the other one that Oasis had. And um, it was the summer and it was like summer 1996. Hannah was 13 and Hooch was very in fashion. But I was more into Diamond white oh that the side you're classy bird. yeah oh so okay so, that's so, what did that yeah. and all the manchester boys fancied hannah because she was this exotic londoner that was there because it was lots of Manch- um, mancunians and liverpudlians yeah. and then we were like the londoners and we'd spend our summers there and everyone would cycle East around club. it was very kind of wholesome apart from the hooch and the 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 yeah. following boys up the hills and stuff but anyway um hannah alex russell was his name do you remember hannah alex, alex russell. russell broke my heart yeah broke your heart and your tooth because oh you fell over a speed bump um with your bike um and i was following you because i was like the bloody security guard Jessie was such a sweet younger sister she was so worried about me yeah and well I yeah no shit you capsized. were like drunk trying to cycle home and chase after a boy over speed bumps I and know. what happened You i, chipped I your tooth. caused i chipped my tooth and it was so humiliating we had to leave early do you well, remember? Yeah,
0: because you were neurotic about it. And grandma, you came in drunk and grandma was there. My mum. Oh, was terrible. She was so worried.
2: And you went, I'm fucking, fucking drunk. drunk.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was not one of and the Emma highlights of my parenting. And then I shipped you off to New York and yeah. never looked
2: back. Um, so, okay, this is somebody else. Um, somebody hasn't said their name on this one. So you know how you, Jesse, always say your mum wouldn't let you cook growing up. Was that the same for Hannah? Oh yeah, she didn't mm-hmm. let people in the kitchen. I set the house on fire, didn't I? I mean, no, the attic. Do you remember? Attic. attic. <laughs> yeah, I was. Who not saved the trusted? day? Jesse. I had to go into the burning <laughs> attic that you had decided I was to leave.
0: burning. No. it was smouldering. Oh yes, yeah.
2: I left a light bulb on, a naked light bulb, and, and Jesse me. dragged a flaming mattress down. Have you ever seen the film Backdraft with Stephen Baldwin? Yeah, <laughs> I was Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> You had left the fucking light on And mum had a naked bob I don't think the health and safety would have allowed it We had the shitty The, the, smell, the smell of shitty a burning mattress mattresses really And specific. guess you had to save the day Jessie Toothless Jess Yeah You're welcome
0: <laughs> What about when Alex set the whole house on light Because <laughs> He, he <was> wanted burning- <laughs>
2: ambience in his room
0: <laughs> <laughs> He was burning candles yeah. That you bought you you'd made candles. How so I you made had candle? a candle kit and the wicks were was, Oh, and did you make candles. And Alex liked an
2: ambiance <laughs> in his room, didn't he, whilst he listened 11. to Tracy, Tracy Chapman. We're
0: aged eleven and the the the, it, the candle burnt through, set on fire a bottle of oozo that he'd got on the shelf. <laughs> it exploded and set the curtains
2: alight. Don't you remember? <laughs> mm. Anyway, listen, we really should talk about the reason that we, we've got you on.
0: The one. Can you say it? We all say it wrong and no one knows what we're talking
2: about. What do you mean? Oh, we can't. I can't say one either. <laughs> the sense. number one is the number one. The one. The we, one. D- Jesse and I have an affliction. we say it like we're from the north because Mum's from Manchester. Sorry. But it's, it should be the one. The one. It should be one. Um, yeah. So listen, you're in the one Netflix yeah. show. It started. Yeah. You play Rebecca. Mm-hmm. You're the main part. You I've watched seven episodes. I've got the last one to go. It's really, oh. it's really thrilling. You're brilliant. It's very odd to watch you on TV. Yeah. For anybody who hasn't watched it, mm-hmm. what can you give them a little quick synopsis about what it's about? It's about. It's ultimately a drama. It's not really sci fi. So any sci fi nerds, don't be too disappointed. Um it's set in the near future, and it's about a dating app that is invented mm. by me, mm. who plays a scientist. Believe it or not, Jess. Mm. Um, Go on, give me some of that jargon, that like chemical jargon you had to sell me. Oh thing. yeah, all about the ants and the pheromones. Yeah, um, it's um, the the premise is that you can find your soulmate just based purely on your DNA. So. That's really exciting for lots of single people because they feel they have more of a chance of meeting their perfect match. The one. The one. Um, But it also presents problems with, you know, seemingly happy couples. And I think that those Mm. storylines are really interesting because there is actually Mm. a dating website that is already out that's based on that in Japan. (gasps) Yeah. You're joking. They use your DNA. Oh, my God. So it's not as far off as we think. But, but Han, you, this was a really successful book, right? It was like a really big international bestseller, the book it's um, this show is based yeah, on. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting p- premise because if that did actually get invented, what would you... I mean, Jessie, Jessie's been with her husband since she was 17. Would you be curious? Would you take the test? Probably, because I've had, had him for long enough. I'd be able to see what else is out there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you see. Um so, yeah, and it's about kind of the... It's about the repercussions of that, whether you meet your match. But also there's, um, there's a way that I discover this and the way I start the company. And it's, it's really about my character is this really successful CEO because she started this phenomenon. And um, it's about her having such ide- ideological certainty about this being a product that the world needs and going to really extreme measures to prove to everyone that this is something that is essential to society and um, how ruthless I'll be, yeah. Yeah, when you watch it,
0: everybody knows about it and everyone they talk about my match oh th- this is my yeah, match it would almost be as like if it instagram. was just like yeah. instagram it's like everybody does yeah. it it's not something that's yeah. unusual or it
2: just exists in the world yeah. and it's not unusual yeah. if you've done it yeah. or not no yeah um so yeah it's out now on netflix um go and watch it um hannah we ask everybody jesse's saying this ca- with a massive smirk on her face no no, no, no no i'm not i hate karaoke because of club med in um Oh, oh, do you we remember used to I'm go. go to sing we used, the Whitney Houston one? I can't believe we went to Club Med. Do you remember when I snuck off with the Israeli in Club Med? That wasn't oh, in he, Club Med. No, that
0: was somewhere else. That was in Israel. That was in Israel.
2: He was gorgeous, gorgeous the dancer. Gorgeous. From the, the evening, evening entertainment. entertainment. He was very cute. Yeah, he was very cute.
0: <laughs> Darling, we did have good holidays. We had we the best good holidays. holidays. We've always had fun.
2: But mum always found, like, bless her, like, once mum and dad were broken up, like, she loved holidays so much. That she wanted us to always go somewhere hot, so it didn't matter where we were going as long as it was hot. Do you remember when we got wristbands in Jamaica? Oh God, God, you... that was amazing. Yeah, Jamaica. Was... No, no drink was served in anything other than like plastic, massive <laughs> it was plastic tubs. I thought I was going to catch an STD in the hot tub. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it, wasn't... it was cheap though, wasn't it, Mum? And we got a good experience out of it.
0: Dolly, you going to get it to Skopolos this year? I'm dying to.
2: What do you love about Scopolos? The fried zucchini with the garlic dip, we're going to talk about. Food. Don't do it anymore. Oh, what? Don't do it anymore. Why? He lost weight. The he most, lost weight. Yeah, he, the restaurant guy. Low, low oil. So the bloke who started restaurant. I saw that, that lost, when I saw restaurant. that tuna and sort of Chinese julienned vegetables uh, um, appear on the table. I thought this is a downhill slope. <laughs> yeah. It's going very on. boca yeah. raton. <laughs> yeah. Hannah, do you think you've got good table manners? I hope so, but I'm not sure. Do you think we were taught, Would you think we were brought up well around the dinner table? Yeah, I think yeah, we, we, we were. were. Yeah, bloody hell, we were.
0: You were. You were. We you were. know which knife and fork to use. Of course, you we know, were. you Jessie. wait till everyone's finished before you clear the table. Mo- it's an open question, Hannah. Do you think you have good table manners, Jess? Not particularly. No, she hasn't.
2: She's greedy. I think we're really good guests. Yeah, I think you're right. We yeah. learn from the best. I know when to leave. Yes. And when to, like, keep the conversation going. I think we're, all three of us are really concerned about other people's comfort and how to ha- make it fun. Yeah, I think you're right. I was at dinner last night, and I think that we're not comfortable with any sort of silence, whether it's comfortable or not. But I think ultimately people, like, we take the load off will be like the entertainment. We're that evening entertainment in an all-inclusive. <laughs> yeah, but because you two are so much... You're, I would say you're more extroverted. Me? Than I am. Do you, you think you I that? am, darling? Oh, Mum, this is... You're actually delusional, but Mum doesn't think she's I an extrovert. I didn't know till,
0: I, I, till the lockdown that I really do like to be with people.
2: What do yeah, you really do? About? I feel that I've been freed from the shackles of social obligation. It's been I mean, <laughs> as bad as. Free from the shackles oh, of It's like, oh, it's been such a relief. You can just blame COVID now. I'm so sorry. I'm really not comfortable. <laughs> Hannah Ware, you've been a cracking guest on Table Manners. Thank you so much uh, for being our guest. Jessie's smirking while she's saying that. Darling, I long to see you. I long to see you, Mum. I miss Mum so much, Jessie. do I'm going but... to cry now. Oh, Jesus, get a grip, Mum. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. She's crying. <laughs> Should <laughs> we just Jessie? get uh, Dr Alex to zoom in now, too? No. Thank you very much for being on Table Manners. I love you, my darling. I love you too, Mum. Love you, Jessie. Love you, Hannah. Hannah Ware, my sister, your daughter, on Table Manners, finally. I'm You've so proud to.
0: of her, dress. I'm proud of both of you, but I'm proud of her this week. She needs a little <laughs> more pride this week.
2: As am I. Everyone go and watch uh, The One on Netflix. Yeah. Um, we've had loads of emails regarding asking Hannah Ware questions, but also um, in response to the Dan Levy episode. We're so glad that so many of you loved it. Um, about the pret a sitch this is from somebody called jessica lee hi jesse and lenny loved your episode today i wanted to say i've had a whole lunch for free from pret and two free drinks oh well whoopee do jessica lee apparently the staff are allowed to give someone a comp once a day that's what the guy said to me when i asked why i didn't need to pay it's a really sweet fun thing well good for you jessica maybe like I need to frequent it. Okay, we've had Donna who got a free coffee in the Uxbridge prep once and she said it was because she was the last customer of the day. Big kiss. A lot of our um, listeners have had that free prep coffee. A bit gels. Oh, this was one of my faves. Now, look, lots of people have had a lot to say about the Pizza Hut cookie dough on the Lydia West episode. This is quite a bold statement. Holly Brownlee Jessie and Lenny, I'm convinced I invented this cookie dough trend, which became internet famous about four years ago. And then Pizza Hut added the hot cookie dough or something to their menu. So basically, Holly Brownlee, Dr. Brownlee, as of graduation in June, muzzle um, says that basically she's been doing this, putting it in a ramekin and like making it go toasty on the top and then taking it out whilst it's still goo in the mo- middle. Um, she serves this a la mode and would make them as uh, a treat, still do. Um, but basically, she says that she, I will claim this title of being the official origin of hot cookie dough eating. So thank you so much for that statement, Holly Brownlee. I'm sure Pizza Hut will have something to say about that. OK, so I feel like this person's taking the piss. She's called Lauren Forkings. She's taking the piss because it's I table manners. Know. No, I, I, I mean, I like this girl. I like I like it. Thought I'd share something with you after listening to your recent podcast. I used to work at Pizza Hut when I was sixteen. Thought I'd share my age so I give you a bit more context. Thank you so much, Lauren Fawkins. When a customer would order a cookie dough dessert, it's the waitress's responsibility to put the ice cream on it before serving. I used to scoop the middle part out and eat it. Then, oh my God, she'd like steal yeah, it off steal the bloody it. yeah. <gasps> I used to scoop the middle part out and eat it, then fill it with ice cream, then serve. I can report it's one of the best desserts out there. So she'd steal it off the bloody customer. Steal the middle, yeah. You cheeky cow. Yeah. Wow, Cookie Dough has had so much conversation going. I can't really believe how much discussion... I do feel like we need to try it still. It's been so nice having emails from people you're such a brilliant bunch and just thank you so much for listening and um, getting in touch it's so nice to hear from you see you next week thank you for listening Uh, the music you've heard on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser